Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. I'm doing this this uh, 10 minute topic on sort of how you're supposed to approach the entire business and the importance of follow up, and they sort of go hand in hand. I'm doing this video because I just went on an appointment um, for somebody who had raised their hand almost two years ago. And I just went on the appointment. Your approach to this business has to be that you're trying to solve seller problems. That's the only way to make this work, right? If your approach is I'm trying to buy these things at a deep discount and I close fast and all that stuff, sellers don't give a crap about that, right? Sellers, every seller has that's going to sell you a property or let you list with them it has a problem that you can solve. If they don't have a problem you can solve, it's a huge waste of time. And you want to filter out those people who have problems you can't solve before you go on the appointments. So let, let me just explain. Um, we, we define a lead as someone who has a house to sell and wants to sell it. Until someone has said that, until someone has raised their hand and said, I want to sell a house, they're not a lead. Maybe they're a prospect, maybe they're a suspect, whatever you want to call them. But once they've raised their hand and said they want to sell a property, doesn't always mean you can solve their problem now, right? There has to be a level of motivation where they're going to sell it to you at a discount or list it with you. And sometimes, not sometimes, but a lot of times, they're not ready to do that right now for whatever reason. So um, here's the point. The point is, if you really believe that you're trying to sell seller problems, you're going to understand that most, not most, but a huge portion of your sellers that you're going to talk to are not ready to let you help them right now. So here's what I mean. I know that when you go online or you, you read stuff on TV, the idea is that there's billions of people out there who have some kind of crazy issue that they can't list their properties with and they're, you're gonna hit them based on some list and therefore you're gonna be able to buy the property in two weeks. That just hasn't been our experience. It happens sometimes, but most of the time they are not ready. Um, so it's important to understand that follow-up and we've done some uh, videos on follow-up and, and we'll probably do more but follow-up is crucial because oh, i got this guy finally where how did we get him we got him from an rvm so we dropped a ringless voicemail into his uh, cell phone and he called and said you know what what i'm thinking about it almost two years of coming back and coming back to him almost every month or six weeks and saying hey are you interested finally scheduled an appointment for this morning and i went to it so and I don't know if I can help them. That's the truth. We may or may not be. But the approach has to be, you know, we're here to help you, whatever you need, right? We very often, so we, and we've gone through this before, we list properties too. So very often we'll give people multiple numbers. We'll say, hey, this is the number you can list it at. This is what we think you'll probably sell it at, which is a little less than that. And if you want, we'll buy it from you at this number. And it's going to be less, and you're going to leave money on the table. People, you know, people think that's crazy. Everybody will list, but some people just don't want to list for whatever reason. So, you have to do what's in the seller's best interest. When when this when the transaction's over, the seller has to feel like you were helpful to them, not that you screwed them over. And I know that a vast majority of the outside world looks at our business as just we're just screwing over sellers. These sellers are imbeciles. They're selling to an investor when they can go list it. It's just not not the case. Now, historically, in most places, it's about ten percent. About ten percent of every uh, property that gets sold will not sell on multiple listing service with an agent for a variety of reasons, right? Sometimes they're super innocuous, like they sold them to their cousin. 
but very often they're going to sell to investors and that means there's some reason why they couldn't maybe it's speed maybe they couldn't wait maybe they just were embarrassed by the by the way the property looked maybe they had a bad experience with an agent before there's all kinds of reasons why all kinds maybe they're you know they're in foreclosure and they don't want people to see it when they when they go to closing you have your job as a seller is to dig to find that motivation to see if it's serious enough for you to buy it at a discount or if you uh, choose to go the real estate broker route like we have then you want to list it for them if that's in their best interest and we've i've told people many times you selling it to us is a huge mistake i told the guy this morning the house is in great shape so um we're we, you know i think you should list it i don't think he needs i don't think he needs a penny to be honest with you and um it's a great house in a great area uh we'd love to list it for him but if but if we don't and he goes somewhere else i'm not going to be angry right you have to build up enough of a pipeline that you can be honest and open and be and approach every single seller and seller appointment as a way to help that person to solve a problem right and any other approach any other approach is gonna probably be transparent to the seller and end up very often in being um, a situation where you're not gonna make you're not gonna get the guy to uh, uh, list with you or to sell you the house so you have to approach it now follow-up is crucial so in this case I think we'll probably get the listing I think we will um, and that's only because we made how many is it two four six eight ten twelve we made 14 uh, attempts to talk to 14 uh, touches to this guy over the last uh, what is it 18 months so we reach out to him almost every month or every month and if you have to be top of consciousness you have you have to be um, and it's very easy when you start out and you don't have deals and you've watched crap on the internet that told you go to wholesale and you'll make twelve thousand dollars in three weeks and you're trying to do this for a couple of months and you don't have a deal it's very easy to think I just need new leads I need better leads my leads suck but if you don't approach us from I need to follow up uh, the people that really track this and we don't track it and we probably should how many deals we get from like an initial appointment versus how many we get from follow-up but the people who do track it are somewhere between 40 and some are 60 percent in other words if they didn't follow up which a lot of people that get into the business don't follow up they would have lost 40 to 60 percent of the business that's a lot of business so you have to approach this as I'm trying to solve the I'm trying to solve a seller's problem and sometimes I can't sometimes that problem can't be solved right now uh, that guy's motivation is not enough right now right the guy we met today has a great house it's just small it's only got one bathroom and he wants more room he wants another bedroom he wants another bathroom it's completely understandable and um, a year ago or two years ago it wasn't enough of an issue but today I think it is and I think we're gonna list it for him and I think we're gonna make money on it so you've got to understand there's gold in the leads in the follow-up if you don't systematically follow up with these leads keep contacting them back on a regular basis and we have videos on follow-up on how to do it um, you are absolutely leaving money on the table and, and sometimes it can be half the business so just think about it if you could double your business by sticking to follow-up now some of the follow-ups done by me some of it's done by lease manager but if you're starting out you're gonna do it all yourself of course but you need it's one of the reasons why you need some kind of CRM a customer retention management uh, system right? and it can work with the Google sheet if you if you're systematic about reminding yourself to call people back uh, every month but 
Uh, the advantages of a CRM is that it, it'll put tasks ahead for you and, and remind you to do it. So it's just, I, I sort of felt like these two things were, were connected. The, your approach to how you go get sellers to, uh, to get business and follow-up are similar, right? Because if your approach is not the right one, if your approach is not, hey guys, I'm here to solve, solve your problem. If I can't solve your problem, we're going to part as friends and that's fine. If your approach is anything other than that, and there are people who are unscrupulous in this business and say, I'm just trying to make a quick buck. I'm just trying to uh, get something at a discount and, and I'm going to wholesale it for $3,000, whatever, whatever they're, they're doing. Um, then follow-up seems ridiculous, right? Because if you're just trying to make a quick buck, then just buy more leads, just buy more leads. But if you understand that the sellers are, no, are, are people, right? I said normal people. Most of them are normal people. Some of them are not. But if your approach is that you're trying to solve their problems, then it's easy to understand why you may not, their problem may not be solvable right now, right? Their level of motivation may not be enough for you, them to want you to solve their problem now. You need to continue to follow up so that when that motivation grows because of whatever circumstances, whether it's a circumstance with the house, the roof caved in, circumstance with them, they lost their job, whatever it is, you need to be there um, to solve their problem then, right? In this case, the guy has a great house. He just wasn't um, motivated enough to move. You know, he'd been in the house six years, before, a couple of years ago. Now he's in there eight years and and he just needs more room. His kid's getting bigger. So that has to be your approach and how you look at follow-up and how you approach every seller interaction. Solve their problems, help them, but understand you may not be able to help them today, but hopefully you can help them uh, in the future. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.